This is God Alive. This is the Exalted Pile Driver. This is Criff. I mean Arnold. This is Alex and Nick from Tyrannonaut. Greetings from the far Siberian deeps. Here is Peter of Isgerur Morph. This is Zeke Evil from Natal Quest. This is Nick from Hessian Firm. This is Jason from Sulaco. I'm eating a plain cheeseburger. What's up, everybody? This is Ross Dolan from Immolation. Hey, this is Brian Mason from Charmer, Sulaco, and Contrarian. Maybe BML. What's up? This is Sully. This is Mama Nat. Hey, this is Rick Dorff from Wolfpack 44, the Electric Hellfire Club, and Coven. This is Richie from Grave Huffer. We're Immortal Possession, and you're listening to Give your life, will be turned up. Create 
All right, it's November 6th. This is episode 238. Take 400. Yeah. <laughs> I said the date uh, for some reason in the beginning, and like I've, this is like the sixth time we're doing the beginning. <laughs> Too funny. Uh, we started off with a brand new song from 137 that was released on Halloween. The song was called Lie for a Lie. And then after that... We heard Sully with the song Circle the Drain off of the Tony demo. Um, their next show is Black Friday, the 24th, alongside Salako, Axioma, and Burn Dweller. Nice. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. Yes. Bug Jar, 8 p.m. <coughs> Now you may ask how my week was. Oh, I've asked already <laughs> like five times. <laughs> now I don't really care. <laughs> how was your week? It was good. How about you? It was it was decent. Good. Um, yeah. I think like midweek it was a little... There was some anxiety working. Yeah. Which I won't go into, but... Uh, then it turned out all right. Yeah. For now. Good. For now. <clears throat> yeah, the Grimms had a preventative maintenance week. Mm-hmm. Yep. I went in for my very first mammogram, mm-hmm. which I was terrified about, but it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And you went in for a physical. Mm-hmm. And we lived to tell about it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I still have to check your oil, though. No. Yep. No. Um, did you see that NASA had to put out an apology? No. Yeah. Uh, this says, NASA, NASA apologizes for saying your broke ass will never go to Ju- Jupiter. <laughs> to who? <laughs> so this says, in a tweet, NASA stated that visiting Jupiter is unrealistic, which angered some space enthusiasts. They criticized NASA for discouraging dreams. NASA eventually issued an apology, clarifying its commitment to inspiring people to dream big. <laughs> hmm. NASA better be careful. I feel broken. Going to space does not sound exciting to me. No. I mean, Flying s- to Florida is torturous. Why would I want to go to space? Yeah. And... Diving into the ocean, mm-hmm. twice as terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm good. Right here. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we talked about this. If I had to choose between the two, mm-hmm. I'd be headed to Jupiter. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I dream big. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of flying... Did you hear this story about the pilot who is now facing murder charges? Mm, I did hear something briefly about this. So this says the off-duty Alaska Airlines pilot who tried taking down a sister airline's plane is blaming the incident on a nervous breakdown and a serious lack of shut-eye and also admits to taking shrooms. Joseph Emerson admitted to law enforcement he tried shutting off the plane's engines during a nervous breakdown in the cockpit, adding he felt dehydrated and tired and had not slept for 40 hours. 
Um, he told investigators, and this is in quotes, I didn't feel okay. It seemed like the pilots weren't paying attention to what was going on. It didn't seem right. And then he went on to say, I thought I was dreaming and just wanted to wake up. <laughs> why, why would you admit, like, I don't know. <laughs> this article says, the complaint does not make it clear <clears throat> when or how many mushrooms Emerson ingested, but there's um, an insinuation he might have been on mushrooms during that flight. And he's facing a prison sentence of up to 20 years behind bars. Wow. That's um, that's a long time. Yeah. <clears throat> that's terrifying. That's really scary. Mm -hmm. The idea of flying in a metal tube, yeah. if I think about it too long, yeah. like really freaks me out. Yeah. But then you add these variables mm -hmm. another reason never to fly <laughs> i hate flying i know you do well you know i don't like flying but it's not the flying itself it's the airport i know we just talked about this i think like last week I know. I say it a lot. <laughs> uh, speaking of that we should talk again about the greasy strangler i, I haven't brought that up in a while, I don't oh, think. Okay, let's go into songs. And how pointless the triangle toilet paper in hotels is. <laughs> okay. What we're, a waste. We're revisiting everything today. <laughs> All right, songs. First up, brand new from Suffocation, the song Perpetual Deception off of their latest release, Hymns from the Apocrypha. And then we're going to go into the convalescence with the song No Survivors featuring Scott Ian Lewis of Carnifex. And this is coming off of their new album, Harvesters of Flesh and Bone, out now on Cleopatra Records. Um, the cool tie-in with Suffocation is this release also includes Ricky Myers mm. of Suffocation. Nice, nice. Also, one more thing. The convalescence video for No Survivors is really cool. It's like a clay animation thing. Mm. Mm. So if you haven't checked it out, you should. I have not, and I will. Thank you. Um, then after that, we're going to hear Burden of Grief with the song A Daydream of Sorrow, and this is off of their upcoming album, Destination Dystopia, which is out November 24th on Massacre Records.
This is Robert Vigneau at Immolation, and you're listening to Ken and Jen on Grim Dystopian Podcast.
All right, so I came across this article, and at the end of it, I'm going to ask you a what if. Okay. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Restaurant co-workers take DNA tests and realize they're not just friends, they're sisters. Oh, wow. A pair of former restaurant co-workers who became great friends learned eight years later that they were actually biological sisters. Cassandra and Julia became good friends so quickly when they first met as co-workers at a bar in Connecticut that they used to joke they were sisters. Eight years after that first meeting, they found out they really are sisters. <clears throat> um, that's pretty much the gist of the story. So... Right. Okay. Do you want to know like yeah. where the connection is? I do. Um, okay, hold on. Um, Are they like full sisters or half sisters? <clears throat> Madison had the Dominican flag tattooed on her arm, uh, which Tanetti, the other sister's last name, mm-hmm. noticed before noting that she has the Dominican flag tattooed on her back. I'm adopted from there, and she's like, what? Me too. And I was like, wow, that's so cool. So they were both adopted out of the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. Um, they also bore a strong physical resemblance with long, dark hair and brown eyes. The sisters' joke got to the point where they actually compared their adoption papers, but the surnames on them didn't match, and the document said the two were born in different cities in the Dominican Republic. However, Madison wanted to know more about her biological family, so her adopted mother bought her a 23andMe DNA genetic testing kit in 2018. The test showed her distant relatives, including a cousin in Connecticut who ultimately linked her up with her biological family, the majority of whom still live in the Dominican Republic. Um... Madison flew to the island nation and the Caribbean in 2019 and reunited with her father and her seven siblings who informed her that her birth mother had died of a heart attack in 2015. Meanwhile, the other sister, Tanetti, had moved from Connecticut to Virginia Beach in 2015 but had stayed in touch with Madison. Tanetti had never pursued information about her biological family all that changed last year when Tanetti's childhood best friend, Molly, started collecting all of the deaths between them. Uh, Sapodin, who is also friends with Madison, was also adopted from the Dominican Republic and grew up in Connecticut. Um, what are the chances of that? I know. Yeah. So Sapodin, like, put all of these pieces together, thought she might be Madison's sister, took a DNA test in December 2020, and it turned out instead of being best friends, they were actually, oh, I'm sorry, hold on, took a DNA test in December 2020, it turns out instead that her best friend since childhood was actually her cousin. Hmm. Madison learned from her father that her older brother was very sick when he was born and the family had financial issues, so he gave the girls up for adoption. Crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, here is my question Mm. posed to you. Okay. We have a lot of weird connections Mm -hmm. throughout the span of 
our childhood and early adulthood. Oh man, this is going somewhere weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if mm-hmm. we found out someday mm-hmm. that we were related? Which is possible because we come from, we both come from broken families. Yeah. Um So what if what if we were related? Then we're related. <laughs> it wouldn't change anything. No, you don't think so? No. Not, you wouldn't be freaked out? What if I was like legit your sister? I don't, I mean, we're fucking almost 20 years in. <laughs> it's a little late for that concern, right? <laughs> right? I'd be like, huh, well, let's work this far. So let's, let's keep going. Maybe that's the secret. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You want to know who would know, though. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm.
Grandma took us to Germany this week, um, and we heard Bethlehem from their 1992 demo. We heard the song Rigor Mortis, which later became Funeral Owl Blood, uh, which I believe was on the Dark Metal release. I haven't heard that in quite a while, mm-hmm. and um, it reminds me more than I remember of... Um, like it has an unholy vibe, not not the band unholy is what I'm talking about. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> no, it's I I had to clarify that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> not like the term unholy. Yeah, the band. Yeah. Um. So, kind of writing off of last segment, mm. where you said you would marry your sister. I. Didn't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We watched a cool movie this weekend, Mm -hmm. Fingernails. Mm -hmm. And the premise, not to go into too much detail, because it's a cool movie if you guys want to check it out, Mm -hmm. but they come up with this new controversial technology, Mm -hmm. and it's a test that couples take, Mm -hmm. and it tells you whether or not you're truly in love. Yeah. 
Um, in order to take the test, though, you guessed it, they need your fingernail. Yeah, that's part of the test. Yeah. And it's hard to say when the movie is set in. It's not, it looks, um, it looks like, it's confusing because it looks like maybe seven, late 70s or early 80s, but then sometimes the cars contradict that yeah. time frame. So yeah, we know. talked about that. It's kind of hard to pinpoint if it's supposed to be in the past or in the future, which is kind of cool. It's a cool movie. Yeah. But my question to you is if that was real life, would you want to take the test? Because in the movie, sorry, but before you answer, in the movie, there's a group of friends that are couples mm-hmm. and some of them take the test, mm-hmm. some of them don't. Mm. Most, and well, okay. So most of the people in the movie think this test is very important. Yes. Um, but not to ruin... The end. It's not really the end, but it's uh, as the movie progresses, you. There's something that plays out that, um, that you see that the test is flawed. Yes. Um. No, I wouldn't. No. No, you wouldn't be curious at all. No, like what? Why? I don't know. A machine's going to tell me if my feelings are legitimate or not? I mean, the whole movie, to me, was kind of reminiscent of marriage and why people get formally married. Mm-hmm. Like ask for permission from the state. Yeah, like yeah. it's some kind of validation. Yeah, yeah, that's true. On your relationship, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what people seem to be using the test for. yeah. Yeah. What what are your your thoughts on that? I don't know. I think I'd be curious, but I'm kind of with you. Like we talk all the time that if we, and this sounds so bad, but if we did things over, Mm -hmm. we decided that we wouldn't get married. Mm -hmm. Not that we wouldn't be together. Oh, right. Forever. (laughs) But (laughs) that we wouldn't sign on the dotted line that we were married. Yeah. That's our relationship is up to us, not yes. Some legal document and those tax breaks that they talk about yeah. is complete bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> total joke. But it is a cool movie, and Brian Mason. If you haven't seen it yet, you should check it out. Yeah, it is cool, and it has Lip from Shameless. It has yeah, and, it has quite and a few bear. people. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. <laughs> Got excited. Speaking of tests. Researchers have developed new blood tests that can detect cancer before any symptoms appear. The team from Rockefeller's University's Laboratory of Cellular and Structural Biology have created a low-cost blood test that can detect key protein produced by cancer cells, which will allow early detection of lethal cancers. Hmm. I think they have some versions of that now. Like they have markers that they can look for to see if you possibly do have certain types of cancers. Yeah. Um, Not to get off on a tangent. Yeah, no. Um, 
So it says scientists say this new test shows promise, but more research needs to be done before giving access to the general public. That doesn't sound very profitable. You know what I mean? Well, it depends what low cost means. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Like who considers what low cost? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it probably won't be available unless insurance covers it. Mm -hmm. And insurance probably won't cover it, so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I have nothing good to say about I know. <clears throat> but I was just going to say, so I, I mentioned earlier in the show, I went for my first mammogram, so they asked me a slew of questions mm -hmm. about family history and... And I actually asked about genetic testing, like, mm. <clears throat> well, if genetic testing is available, mm. why can't everyone just do it? And the woman who was giving me my mammogram said that you have to qualify. Mm -hmm. You you have to meet certain criteria. Did she elaborate what that was? She doesn't. Well, I had to have, um, like, first generation breast cancer mm. in my family mm -hmm. mm. second generation breast cancer doesn't matter though mm. which is what i have in my family mm -hmm. even though they say a lot of uh times certain things will skip a generation and breast cancer is one of them yeah I don't know. I know, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I just don't have a lot of... I, I think technology and modern science is, like, super impressive. Yeah. Fascinating. But as far as, like, the medical system, it is very broken. I agree. Um... And a lot of it seems largely set up for profit. Yes. More than actually... Caring. Yeah. For the human population. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And prevention is like almost not even thought of. Yes. All right. Enough of that. So, the next band we are going to play, I'm very excited. They have a new release out. This was a band I found years ago, mm -hmm. and it's turned out to be one of my favorite Doomy bands that mm -hmm. I found as a result of working on the show. Yes, and the new release is no exception to... I agree. This great band. Yes. So, without further ado, we will be playing Green Lung's new song, Hunters in the Sky, off their latest release, This Heathen Land, out now. Then after that, Sasta with the song Sickness off of their upcoming EP, Black Death Doom, which is out December 5th on Inverse Records. Stop all. 
All right, you ready for some more AI creepiness? Oh, boy. Teen boys use AI to make fake nudes of classmates. <gasps> and I'm, I feel like this probably happens, like, nonstop, but I don't think I've seen an article on it or um, a police investigation that is spawning new laws to be created. Around AI and yeah. the use of? yeah. Um, this happened in New Jersey and apparently the, the photos were deleted, I guess, before the police were actually able to see them, but they did investigate it. And, um, I don't know. A lot of it seems like very, uh, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of gaps in the story. But the gist of this goes on to say that there are, there are no federal laws in place currently that prevent someone from um, creating AI images, like porn, pornographic images of real people. So what can the, so the police can't do anything? Um. I think there's some laws in place, like state laws or county laws, but there's not a federal law um, that says it's unclear if what the boys did was actually illegal. There is currently no federal law restricting the creation of fake sex sexual images of real people. Um, and in June, child safety experts reported that there was seemingly no way to stop thousands of realistic but faked AI child sex images from being shared online. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Um, and then it says Joe Biden issued an executive order urging lawmakers to pass protections to prevent a wide range of harms, including stopping generative AI from producing child sexual abuse material or producing non-consensual intimate imagery of real individuals. So it looks like these laws at the federal level are probably coming soon. But I don't know. It's another another example of the weird times we live in. I never would have like, if you would have told me in 1989 that the MP3 would exist and you could fit hundreds of thousands of th songs on a tiny, tiny device and not have to carry around... A boombox? Yeah. <laughs> a, yes. I would have thought that you were crazy. This like takes that to a new level. I think a lot of things do. And this is another perfect example of why I am so glad I did not grow up in the era of social media. Yeah. I would have, I feel like in, if I had this technology in school, I would have, I probably would have done this often, but not for sexual reasons. I would have done it like to 
fuck with poke classmates. Fun at, yeah. Yeah. So, and I was just going to say that too, as an adult, that doesn't sound nearly as horrific as it would to say a 13 or a 14 year old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that is a very awkward age. Yeah. In the growing up cycle. Yeah. Yeah. So I can imagine that could be damaging. Yeah. And it could it could still be... I don't know. I don't want to give people ideas, but... <laughs> <laughs> I, sh- I can think of a lot of ways that it could create, if not illegal situations, like really uncomfortable, awkward situations for people. Yeah. Maybe immoral yeah. situations. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it is. It's a crazy time mm-hmm. for technology. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy time for a lot of things, but... It seems like it's getting more and more crazy, like, at a very high rate. Yes. I mean, when the guy that invented AI was like, uh, I think I made a mistake here. Yeah. Like, that should have been everyone's yeah. clue. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, oh. This isn't going to be good. That we are going down a, a path. <laughs> and it's too late now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Crazy times. Also, your um, oil test came back and you are a quart low. So okay. All right. <laughs> let's listen to some music. <laughs> As we end the show and I am going to replenish your oil. Okay. What are we hearing first, please? <laughs> Uh, first up we're going to hear Nahashol from the Netherlands with the song Arcanum Mortus off of their debut release Serpents Abyssi and it's out now on Agonia Records and then we're going to head to Denmark and listen to Veneer with the song Twisting the Knife off of their upcoming album scheduled to be released in early 2024 on Mighty Music Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And don't ignore your check engine light.
And then we are going into the convalescence with the song No Survivors. And this is featuring Scott Ian Lewis of Carnifex. And this is coming off of their new album, album Harvest. <laughs> this is November 6th. Mm-hmm. You know what that means? What? That this is episode 238. Okay. How was your week? No. We didn't announce the songs. Oh, yeah. 